Welcome to The Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 133075, are licensed loan originators with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, and MLS 7233. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, July 21st show. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And co-host, Keelan Harvey. Your local mortgage experts, bringing you expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events in our local economy and how it can affect your money. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We are here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at one 855 411150. Again, that's 1855 411150 or online at themoneyhour.com. And our lineup for the show today, Nancy Jetton of Nancy Jetton Marketing. The five blind spots that cost couples and, fa- and families precious time and create financial chaos, especially when life serves up a bump in the road and how to gain power, access control starting today. Second guest in studio, Ping T of John L. Scott. Our conversation is, is there something changing in the real estate market? And last guest in studio, Amanda Wright of Colder Banker Bain, achieving your lifestyle goals in the hottest market in the U.S. Great information, great guest as always on the show. For more information or to get connected with our guests, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyart.com. And now for some money chat. Money. Cyber criminals continue to target the real estate transactions. What protection or measures can you take? Real estate transactions have become a target because of the lucrative, while the average bank robbery nets just 6500 a typical wire fraud nets much higher payday. Traditional criminals are limited to how much money that they can carry out of a heist, but there's no limit to cyber crooks. So a growing threat, wire fraud in the real estate is one of the fastest growing cyber crimes in the country. The FBI reported received 301,580 complaints in 2017, and losses exceed $1.4 billion. And in the real estate rental sector alone, more than 9,600 victims lost over 56 million in that same year. Now, the type of fraud with the highest reported loss last year was business email compromise BEC and email account compromise EAC, with losses totaling more than $675 million. According to the American Land Title Association and the Real Estate Transactions, fraudster fraudsters assume the identity of title of real estate handling the sale. Now, the criminals get the personal email and other details that appear specific and authentic. Next, posing as a real estate or title agent, the scammers send an email to the buyer providing wire instructions to the criminal's bank account, not the title agent's account. 
Now, if you don't spot the spoof email and you wire your money in the wrong place, the clock starts ticking. The FBI says that they need to hear about the transfer within two to three days. During the time, your money is bouncing from bank to bank within the U.S. If it's more slowly and it's caught before the moves overseas, then there's a good chance that authorities can remove at least some of the money. Now, a good practice to avoid potential explanation by scammers is to verify all the email requests involving the wire and frauds or changes thereby by calling the verified phone number of the alleged sender. So phone numbers included in bogus emails can be there as well. So you have to be really, really careful on this. So make sure what I would suggest that you do, that you connect your contact over at the escrow title company as soon as that contract comes through, get that connection with them and make sure you're getting, you know, you've got all their contact information up front. Now it's estimated that businesses worldwide would spend approximately 93 billion fighting cyber crime in 2018 with implementation enhancement of internet security measures. What's important to remember is that even with the internet protections available today, humans are the primary targets and often the weakest link. So the best defense, again, is to be aware and prepared. So American Land Title Associations provided a helpful resource on how consumers can protect their money and offers advice on what to do if they if they're if they're being targeted by a scam. So anyone who suspects that they've been victimized by online frauders should report the incident to the FBI Internet Crime Complaint Center. So hopefully that's uh, helpful for you. And here's a website as well, www.ic3.gov for a resource and to be able to report that. And hopefully it's helpful in this money chat to just be aware of what's happening out there with wire fraud. And coming up next on the Money Hour, the five blind spots that cost couples and families precious time and create financial chaos, especially when life serves up a bump in the road, and how to gain power, access, control, starting right now today. Nancy Jutton with Nancy Jutton Marketing, right here on 1150 AM KKNW after this short break. Have you lost out on several homes as a home buyer? Have you given up on the dream of owning a home? Peng T with John L. Scott Real Estate successfully helps buyers obtain the American dream of owning a home. Peng is a five-star reviewed agent on Zillow and a top producing broker at John L. Scott. Hi, I'm Peng T, and to learn more about how I can help you get into a home, you can reach me at 206-999-0501. Again, 206-999-0501. When it comes to making a next level lifestyle move, who you choose to work with matters. Whether your goal is downsizing to an amenity rich urban condo or upsizing to a more distinct Northwest home or acreage, you need expert and strategic guidance to lead you there. Amanda Wright, a certified negotiation expert, accredited staging professional, and realtor with Coldwell Banker Bain has developed a proven strategy to help people just like you achieve your home ownership dreams with less stress and more care. Hi, this is Amanda Wright. If you need a skilled and experienced realtor to help you achieve your lifestyle goals, let's chat. Call me at 206-715-0983. That's 206-715-0983. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. 
Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell. And co-host, Keelan Harvey. You're a mortgage expert. Your mortgage experts right here at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, July 21st show. It is a great day to talk money, and that's what the show's about, how to make money, save money, and have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we can connect you with the guests that we have on the show. Just call the show at one 855 411150 or go online to themoneyhour.com. In studio right now, Jan- Nancy Jutton of Nancy Jutton Marketing. The five blind spots that coast couples and families precious time and create financial chaos, especially when life serves up a bump in the road. And so how do you gain power, access control, and how do we do this starting today? Nancy, thank you so much for coming back in studio. You're always a wealth of information, and I just really appreciate your time and coming in. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. And a little bit about Nancy. Uh, our guest today, Nancy Jun, she is the co-founder of Life Goes Road Trip. Together with her husband, certified financial planner, professional Steve Jutton, they guide couples to share power, access, and control over their personal financial information, even after life has served up a bump in the road. This is especially important when something happens along the road of life, when one needs to step in as the advocate for the other, or be in the position of being able to drive life forward no matter what without losing valuable time or aggravation or time away from their searching for essential documents that they need. They offer easy to use tools and upbeat and optimistic approach to getting this done and accountability to couples and families across the country so that they stop procrastinating, start powerful conversations, get their personal financial lives in order and equal footing, of course, correct for even better things to come. So, Nancy, what inspired you to create the Life Goes On Roadmap? Well, you know, sometimes a black cat crosses your path, and all of a sudden you realize that you could be next. And in my case, three people I was close to had really challenging things happen to them. One of them got the flu, checked into the hospital, and died. Wow. Um, Another was served divorce papers after 30 years of marriage by complete surprise. And the other was diagnosed with a very difficult illness. And this all happened in the same week. And it used to be these things happened to other people. But maybe I'm getting to this age where these things are happening to people that I know. And I'm in a road, on a road trip with my husband. And I said, this is happening to people we know and we could be next. We need to get ahead of life before life happens to us. Can you please help us get organized so that if something happens to you, I have to look after you or I have to drive my life forward. I'm going to have access to our bank accounts, our investment accounts, and everything we need to drive life forward. And as a financial planner, he said, this is a blind spot. This is something everybody needs. Where can we get it? And he looked online and he found all kinds of gloom and doom approaches to getting the problem solved. And he said, this is just not good enough for my wife. (laughs) So we created the Life Goes On Roadmap together so that we could take an optimistic, upbeat approach for prime timers and the prime of their life to take one day out of their life to get their life organized. So if something happens tomorrow, they would be ready and they would be able to save themselves the drama, trauma, and chaos of not being able to find what they need when they need it. I love that. And I just, I love how if you're really doing what you're supposed to do and you can tell what the passion that you have have behind this, Nancy, uh, there's always a story that drew you to that. And so um, it's just beautiful. So what are some of the statistics that make getting organized so important? Well, you only have to look at your Facebook feed to see that bad things are happening to people that you love. Mm -hmm. And somehow you think it's never going to happen to you. But the truth is that in the United States of America, there are 2,000 
428 sudden deaths every single day. There are 365,000 serious home fires every year. 48% of couples argue about money. And we lose two and a half days of our life looking for things we can't find. So those things sort of add up to a sort of a wake-up call, which is, Uh hmm, maybe I better get ahead of life before life gets to me. Wow. You know, I was previously in the retirement planning, and it's usually too late by the time these people start thinking about these incidents or have things come into their lives. And, you know, you guys narrowed it down to five spots that cause couples to worry. So your first blind spot is that couples are on different tracks. Can you explain more about that? Sure. What I mean by that is sometimes in marriages, one partner will be paying the bills and the other person doesn't even know where the checkbook is. Someone's doing the business online. Someone's got a checkbook. Both parties are not on the same track. And so nobody knows. One hand doesn't know what the other hand is doing. And not long ago, we talked to a woman and a man and they were getting their life organized and they figured out, well, he pays this and she pays that. And they said, well, who pays the waste bill? And the person said, holy crap, we don't know who pays the waste bill. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) If you don't pay the waste bill, you've got a real big mess on your hands. Yeah. True. True. Literally. That's awesome. (laughs) So, Nancy, um, you know, being in the financial uh, arena, and we help clients get mortgages every day, and there always does seem to be one person that really is the the bulk of everything where the other one has that, that blind spot there. So in the second blind spot you talk about is no junk in the trunk. So I got to know, what does that mean, Nancy? <laughs> We're not talking about your blue jeans here. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be that your financial advisor, your estate planning attorney, or your CPA has suggested that you set up a document storage box for security, social security cards, passports, birth certificates, marriage licenses, property, vehicle titles, and wills. They may have given you this big notebook or some storage receptacle mm-hmm. that they said, hey, you really need to do this. And they give it to you at the appointment, and then you leave it in the trunk of your car. Well, it doesn't do any good for anybody if it's the junk in the trunk. You have to use these tools yeah. so that they can be to your advantage. If you never, it's like shelf help doesn't have any value. It's when you do the heavy lifting with the help that you get is when you make the big impact that you desire. And we want people to get ahead of life before life happens to them. Makes a lot of sense. So your third blind spot is no GPS. Are you talking about getting directions here? Is that correct? (laughs) Well, let's put it this way. No, I'm not talking about getting directions, but I am kind of talking about getting directions because the average couple, the average person has 130 online accounts, and some of them have passwords and security questions without which you cannot gain access. And some of these actually have dollars that are associated with these accounts that if you wanted to cancel the account and you couldn't get into the account, then you're going to keep on accruing charges. So it's really important to take an inventory of all of your online accounts, especially those that have monthly billing attached and to make sure both parties in the relationship have access to the uh, security questions, the password, et cetera, because you want to be able to start, stop, and keep doing yeah. whatever makes sense for you. And without that GPS, you're kind of SOL if you, I yeah. mean, let's just have some fun with that. Without <laughs> GPS, you're SOL. You're definitely <laughs> SOL. <laughs> so Nancy, the fourth blind spot you talk about is playing passenger instead of sharing the driving. So what does that look like? Well, every couple that's been married for any length of time divides roles and responsibilities differently. The trouble is that one of may be taking the driver's seat when it comes to personal finance matters, and that leaves the other person 
in the passenger seat. So we recommend that you shift roles and responsibilities, have a different kind of conversation with your partner. If you've been married for any length of time, maybe you're sick and tired of paying the bills all the time and you'd like some relief and you'd like your partner to take their seat in the driver's seat mm -hmm. so you could get some relief. Either way, the big idea here is have equal footing in the relationship so that both parties know what's going on because we all know someone who lost their partner who was dealing with the grief of that and then they were also dealing with the fact that they couldn't find their passwords, they couldn't access their accounts, they didn't know how to manage their money, they didn't know how to start, stop, or keep doing what needed yeah. to be done. And that extends the grief that they experienced by months or years longer unnecessarily if they had just gotten ahead of life before life got to them. So think about that long road trip you're taking across country, you're going to share the driving responsibility. I get it. Yes. Yeah, it's like starting from the beginning, too. If you've never done that before, you lose a partner and you have to learn all of that and grief. That's really tough. So yeah. the fifth, uh, last but not least, and you say the most important is never doing anything at all. How devastating can that be? Well, it's pretty darn devastating. And that's why we're saying, please don't get stuck on the procrastination roundabout. Life is going to get in the way. You've got a vacation. You're going to do this after you lose 10 pounds. You're going to do this after you take that vacation. You're going to do this after whatever it is. What if you choose a date on the calendar to actually get this done, start some powerful conversations with your partner, shift roles and responsibilities, course correct as needed, and discover things that, about each other that maybe you've been wanting to have these conversations for years. I know that's what happened yeah. when my husband and I did this. It was like, wow. Because here's one more thing, a cautionary tale. If you do not do this and your head is in the sand, what if the tax man comes to your place of business and says, I'm here to tell you that your husband didn't pay his business taxes for the last two years and now you are responsible? What are you going to do? Yeah. What if your husband has a stroke next week forgetting to tell you about how to do whatever needs to be done and you have to spend hours and hours and hours trying to fix that? Yeah. Spend a day, get ahead of it. You'll never regret it. And if you need tools and resources to help you get that done, well, Life Goes On Roadmap is standing by to show you the way. So let's talk about that, Nancy. What actions can listeners take today to jumpstart and get their personal finances organized? Well, I would love to invite your listeners to download the five blind spots for couples that stop financial empowerment and how to course correct for a smoother journey. And all you have to do is go to lifegoesonroadmap.com and download this report and we will show you the way. It's free, it's fabulous, it's a wake-up call, and it's something that you'll likely want to share with all of your friends so you can have conversations with them too. Well, thank you, Nancy, for offering that to, uh, to our listeners. It's my pleasure. Nancy, so today's a wake-up call to get organized now so you can be in control and empowered to keep everything going no matter what life serves up next. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah, why would you wait a moment longer when the rest of your life is right in front of you. Yeah, and you know, it's it's really about, I, I like to look at things of releasing emotional stress. What can you do to release that emotional stress or that baggage that majority of people carry around? And when it comes to uh, finances and security of your, your life, just really getting that. Think, if you're listening to the show today, visualize and think if you could lift all of that emotional stress away because you know that everything is taken care of it's organized, you know what to do in case something happens. I mean, that's really powerful. And that's what uh, is what you really offer your clients, Nancy. So as we're wrapping up our uh, time here today, I would love to uh, love to hear a story of somebody that you uh, that you helped. Well, we've helped thousands of people I know you already, have. thousands of people. <laughs> and I think the thing that that I appreciate 
we're talking about getting ready. It's maybe it's a bit of a somber topic, but what I've been really heartened by is how people have started these conversations with their partner. They've made changes, and you know, I've got all kinds of interesting stories, but this one, you know, this one will get me. If you're a passenger and not a driver, what if this woman writes, I just asked my husband of 35 years to show me the bills. I had no idea where our money was going. Quite the eye-opener. Women, please be more aware than I have been. He could not account for where $1,500 a month was going. That may not sound like much, but living on a fixed income, it's huge. Wow. And then one more. My husband had a stroke three years ago, and I was, it was a nightmare for me. He always insisted on paying the bills and kept me out of it. Once he was incapacitated, I was on my own to discover who got paid and when and how much. I had no idea what his passwords were. Another issue was that I was not on most of the accounts, so it was a huge hassle trying to get cooperation. She says, please get ahead of this before it happens to you. Her husband was like 40-something. Wow. I mean, we think it's going to happen to somebody else. It could happen yeah. to you. So why not get ahead of it? Life goes on roadmap is where you need to go. Get ahead of even those challenging conversations because you know something, this is a cautionary tale. Many of us have decades and decades ahead of us to re-earn whatever trauma, drama, and chaos we didn't know about. Yes. But what if you're served with these kind of surprises later in your life when you don't have that kind of runway? Even if you have to deal with difficult information, get ahead of it, get a reality check, and do what needs to be done to get ahead of life before life kicks you in the butt. You will never regret it. Yeah, perfect. And Nancy, so, you know, thank you for coming in the studio. I'm, I'm excited for uh, you and your business partner slash uh, husband, Steve, and your journey and, and how many people, thousands of people you're going to be able to continue to help. So thank you for being here today. I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Coming up next on the Money Hour, is there something changing in the real estate market? Ping Tea with John Scott right here at 1150 AM KKNW after this short break. When it comes to making a next level lifestyle move, who you choose to work with matters. Whether your goal is downsizing to an amenity-rich urban condo or upsizing to a more distinct northwest home or acreage, you need expert and strategic guidance to lead you there. Amanda Wright, a certified negotiation expert, accredited staging professional, and realtor with Coldwell Banker Bain has developed a proven strategy to help people just like you achieve your home ownership dreams with less stress and more care. Hi, this is Amanda Wright. If you need a skilled and experienced realtor to help you achieve your lifestyle goals, let's chat. Call me at 206-715-0983. That's 206-715-0983. Have you lost out on several homes as a home buyer? Have you given up on the dream of owning a home? Peng Tee with John L. Scott Real Estate successfully helps buyers obtain the American dream of owning a home. Peng is a five-star reviewed agent on Zillow and a top producing broker at John L. Scott. Hi, I'm Peng Tee, and to learn more about how I can help you get into a home, you can reach me at 206-999-0501. Again, 206-999-0501. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell. And co-host, Keelan Harvey. Your local mortgage experts right here on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, July 21st show. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint. 
one week and one show at a time. If you're listening to our show or a different time or day, you're listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at one 855 411150 Again, that's one 855 411150 or online at com. In studio right now, Ping T of John L. Scott. Is there something changing in the real estate market? A little bit crazy out there. Ping, thank you so much for uh, joining us in studio today. Yeah, thank you for having me. And a little bit about Ping. Ping was born and raised in Bellevue. He attended University of Washington, where he graduated with a computer science degree and worked as a software development manager for Amazon. He's had involved with real estate industry for over a decade, where he invests in real estate properties, house slips, and as a realtor. With his tech background, he is extremely tech savvy and knows how to make technology work in real estate. His experience at Amazon trained him on how to evaluate and interpret data. His experience from investing in flipping has saved his clients from overpaying on a home because he understands the true cost of repairs. Ping is a Chairman Circle Award winner, a distinguished for being in a top producer for John L. Scott Broker among the company's 3,000 brokers. Again, Ping, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, Ping, uh, we're starting, believe it or not, in Seattle, we're starting to see homes take longer to sell and even some price reductions. What the heck happened to the real estate market? So, I think that's a very good observation. Um, If you're likely driving around the Seattle area, you're probably starting to see, you know, for sale signs popping up. And on the weekends, you're probably seeing more open house signs showing up. There's an explanation for that. So, the Northwest MLS released data showing that this past May, we saw the highest number of new listings that hit the market in the past decade. And you follow that up with the month of June, which surpassed Mm -hmm. May even more. And when you look at a year-over-year perspective, we saw a 43% net increase in terms of new listings compared to the last June. So what does that translate to? So a lot of realtors actually look at what's called months of inventory. So all the new listings has translated to about a 1.3 to 1.4 months of inventory. And to take that into perspective though, is that a neutral market is about four to six months of inventory where there's not really any price appreciation happening in the market. So we are still in a seller's market, but if you look at relatively relatively to what we've been experiencing in Seattle over the last year or more, most of the inventory is typically around the 0.6 to 0.7 months of inventory. So. So, Ping, why do you think that we're seeing this surge of new inventory? I mean, it happened so quickly. Yeah, so there's, I think there's a couple reasons for this. Um, one is seasonality. So if we look at a historical pattern in Seattle, a lot of times we will see the highest number of inventory pop up as we enter the summer seasons and throughout the summer season. Mm-hmm. However, I think there's something else that's happening beyond just a seasonality factor. I feel that Seattle might be hitting a price point where Seattle, the sellers are more than willing to come off the sidelines. So an analogy I think of is imagine if you are on an airplane and all the seats are full, but the airlines are looking for someone to vacate their seat and they'll compensate you for it accordingly. They'll start raising their prices and eventually someone will take the bait. So maybe this is what's happening on the Seattle real estate mm-hmm. market. And another factor is that you know outside of the core city, if you go to the suburbs of areas such as like Bothell, Woodenville, um, Redmond, Sammamish, there's a lot of new construction, right? Mm-hmm. There's, these are not landlocked areas, and a lot of the new construction is starting to complete, and that's also adding to the inventory curve. 
So, Peng, how is demand keeping up with the increased inventory? That raises that question. So, good question. From a demand side is, from a year-over-year perspective, we are looking at about 10% decline in terms of pending sales. So, in other words, even though Seattle has experienced more new inventory, the number of sales going pending is not keeping up at the same rate. Um, However, there's one thing to note still is that um, even with the net new increase, we are still looking at about a median price of about year a 10% year-over-year increase still. So, Ping, the apartment market has also increased vacancies with some landlords giving away a month or two uh, free rent, which is just crazy because you've had people just all the multiple offers on rental properties. So how is this related to the purchase side? So I actually think that this is a contributing cause to why we aren't seeing the pending sales keep up with um, the new inventory. So I feel that if you are a renter, finally you are seeing some rent relief where you aren't seeing constant price increases. So perhaps by the end of your lease, you are less urgent towards wanting to purchase a home. Makes sense. And if you look at the demographics of uh, folks moving here, you know the companies are hiring mostly probably millennial generations who are coming to the area. And the millennials are now who are typically purchasing like your condos and townhomes who are starter homes. And if they're saying, oh, maybe I don't need to buy right away because my rent isn't really increasing. That could also stagnate the homeowners who want to trade up Mm. as a result. So, Peng, we've been seeing, I mean, for a long time, these multiple offer scenarios and this crazy escalations uh, in our market here in Seattle. Is that still taking place? We definitely are. So the thing to keep in mind still is it is still a seller's market. Remember that the neutral market is around four to six months of inventory. And anything less than that is a seller's market. And we are still around 1.3 to 1.4 months of inventory in the King County area. So it is also very neighborhood-driven. So areas that are you know, have strong schools or there's a lack of new construction are close to the job centers. Um, the popular neighborhoods are still seeing a lot of strong activity. And, you know, so it's really important and um, uh, some advice for uh, people that are listening to the show today that sometimes when changes happen, you can see more into it than what it is. And it can, you know, it can be dangerous on how you're going to react to thing. And I'm, you know, whether I'm talking, you're talking to a seller, we're talking to a buyer, um, but the numbers are so important all the time. And so when you're going to list your home or you're going to buy your home to make sure that you're consulting with an expert like we have here in studio today that can really show you those numbers and what's happening so that you can move forward with your best offer based on, you know, what the market warrants it to go for. So, um, Ping, what changes in the market do you see happening for buyers if the inventory levels continue to increase? How's that going to look? So first off, I think this should actually be probably a welcome relief for home buyers because I think for several years, yes, um, buyers have had unfair advantage in this game and if the inventory's levels continue to increase you know buyers shouldn't have to be forced to make a decision within hours of seeing a home a life-changing decision where they say hey should i buy this home right Um, they'll be given a little more time to research more thoroughly find out is this the right home for me now additional things they won't have to take on additional risks things like waiving their inspection waiving their financing contingencies. But more importantly, I feel that, you know, 
there'll be more balance in negotiations where it's just not a one-sided affair for sellers. Uh, so important to have that that balance and, you know, hopefully not having to agree to pay $50,000, $100,000 over what the appraised value comes in at. That was a little craziness as well. Indeed. Yeah, so this seems like it'd be welcome news by homeowners who wanted to sell but are concerned about not being able to find the next home that they can move into in time. So what advice would you give those homeowners? So kind of address those two points. The first, you know, absolutely believe that you know, the homeowners who have been wanting to buy a home but have feared not knowing what home they'll be able to move into, you know, this should be a welcome really for them too, mm-hmm. right? Because in a fast-moving market, these homeowners um, would have a very, very low chance of getting an offer accepted where it's contingent on their home selling. But if the inventory levels rise and the market slows down a little bit, maybe they'll have more sellers willing to take on that contingency. Um, and as far as advice uh, for those folks, a um, couple of different ways. One, you know, what puts them in the strongest uh, position is that they list their home, they get it under contract, or once it's closed, they also ask for a rent back. You know, now they're they're shopping without any contingencies. They already have the money in their pocket. Um, however, you know, I understand that some owners still will have that fear. I don't know what I'm going to get myself into, mm-hmm. right? Another aspect you can do is work with a good lender, right? So you can find lenders who can do a home equity line of credits or do a bridge loans to front you the down payment in the absence of purchasing or in the absence of selling your home. And third, maybe now you can find homes that are, you know, sat a little bit longer. You talk to those homeowners and maybe they'll also be willing to accept, you know, a contingent home sale offer. Yeah, and it is crazy because I've I've had a few of those contracts in in the recent come over with you know contingent on their home uh, selling, which was you know surprising that you can get that anywhere in our market. Um, but again, like you said, being able to get more into a balanced market is really going to be a great thing. So uh, somebody wants to buy right now. What is your is it a good time? So I get this question all the time um, from if not most or all my buyers, and. I always tell them, you know, purchasing should be a lifestyle choice. You buy when it's right for you. And if you believe you need to sell your home within the next couple of years, honestly, you should just keep renting. The reason why is that if you need to sell within the next couple of years, you're betting on the fact that the market is going to continue appreciating. And I feel that it would be naive of us if we believe that, you know, it's going to keep going up and up forever, right? Because markets or the markets are cyclical. Mm-hmm. Now, if the plan is that you're going to live long term in the place being defined as five to 10 plus years, then I'm very bullish on the Seattle economy. You know, I, I grew up here. If you look at the economy, you'll see that on both sides of Lake Washington, you have, you have Amazon, you have Microsoft. Each employer is employing more than 40,000 plus employees on each side. Not to even, you're also forgetting that, you know, there's Nordstrom, there's Boeing, yeah. there is Expedia, there's, Costco, T-Mobile, a bunch of other companies that I'm probably forgetting. And not only that, there's also like 100 plus tech companies that have now, you know, resided either their satellite offices or headquarters Mm -hmm. here, such as Google or Facebook, who are creating multi-thousand employee campuses in the area, right? And one thing that will always remain when you have a lot of companies is they're going to hire. And with hiring, that means you bring people from outside of the area to this area. And one thing they always need is housing. They're either going to get a rent or they'll need to buy. 
Yeah, and the real estate market, um, historically, it, it follows employment. You know, employment's doing well, real estate's doing well. If employment's not, real estate's not. That's typically the way it goes. So I think we're, I think we're pretty good here. Pang, we'd love to hear a buyer or seller success story from you. Can you share? Sure. So one that kind of comes into mind is actually on a new construction where I had a buyer who was interested in this uh, new plat from Connor Homes. And a month prior to the actual pre-sale, my buyer had already, you know, he already knew exactly which lot they actually wanted to buy. And the month before the actual pre-sale actually happened, I kept in contact a lot with this uh, site agent to the point where by the time it was the day before they released the inventory, um, you know, we provided all the offer submission to the site agent early. And when we showed up the next morning to the site, the, there was a sold sign on the actual lot. And first, when my buyers showed up to the property, we we're actually a little concerned because the property they, they've been eyeing for the last month um, looked like it was sold. Um, and there was this long line of customers waiting for this home or to look at the pre-sale. So we went up to the site agent and he said, um, wait, why is there a sold sign on that property? This site agent said, that's because your buyers have it. So oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they locked it up for my buyers before the kind of the general public ever had an opportunity to nice. take a look at the property. So awesome. And, you know, that kind of is, we're wrapping up uh, time here. I've, I'd like to ask you one more question because you just made me think of something with the new construction. What do you see happening with new construction uh, in, in our market? Are we going to see builders start? I know that there's a, a lot of tightness on financing and uh, um, restrictions and things. What do you see happening? So in terms of things, I think we'll start seeing changes is that, um, I feel that a lot of buyer, uh, a lot of uh, new construction um, developers have been hesitant towards you know giving away things such as like appliances mm-hmm. or upgrade packages as part of the offers. But if we have more rising inventories from resale as well as other new construction lot as competition, developers will be kind of have to be forced towards um, yeah. extending out a couple of different uh, upgrades for free I yes. think, to, to buyers. I think pricing-wise, developers are pretty sensitive towards you know price reductions because they have to try to protect protect their lots for yeah. other homeowners. Um, so you'll still have probably likely a better success at towards negotiating those upgrade packages rather than price reductions. Yeah, that's really great advice. So if you're looking at new construction, I mean, everything's about strategy, whether you're going in and buying resale or buying new construction. And um, that is a really great strategy to understand. We know the importance of finding out what's important to the seller. While with new construction, as Pink said, uh, it's really not about you can negotiate in other areas, but not price. So get those upgrades and things that way or get them to pay closing costs or something to where they're not having to bring down the value of that entire uh, that entire project. Well, Ping, thank you so much for coming into studio. Really appreciate you being here and sharing your wealth of uh, real estate knowledge. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. Coming up next in the Many Hour, achieving your lifestyle goals in the hottest market in the U.S. Amanda Wright of Cold War Banker Bain, right here in 1150 AM KKNW after this short break. Have you lost out on several homes as a home buyer? Have you given up on the dream of owning a home? Peng T with John L. Scott Real Estate successfully helps buyers obtain the American dream of owning a home. 
Peng is a five-star reviewed agent on Zillow and a top producing broker at John L. Scott. Hi, I'm Peng T. And to learn more about how I can help you get into a home, you can reach me at 206-999-0501. Again, 206-999-0501. When it comes to making a next level lifestyle move, who you choose to work with matters. Whether your goal is downsizing to an amenity-rich urban condo or upsizing to a more distinct northwest home or acreage, you need expert and strategic guidance to lead you there. Amanda Wright, a certified negotiation expert, accredited staging professional, and realtor with Coldwell Banker Bain has developed a proven strategy to help people just like you achieve your home ownership dreams with less stress and more care. Hi, this is Amanda Wright. If you need a skilled and experienced realtor to help you achieve your lifestyle goals, let's chat. Call me at 206-715-0983. That's 206-715-0983. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell. And co-host, Keelan Harvey. You're a local mortgage expert right here on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, July 21st show. We bring in to studio each week the best of the best experts in everything regarding your money. We're here to help you in today's economy. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We can connect you with the guests that we have in the studio. If you have any questions, call the show at one 855 411150 Again, that's one 855 411150 or online at com. In studio right now, Amanda Wright of Colder Banker Bain, achieving your lifestyle goals in the hottest market in the U.S. Welcome, Amanda. Thanks so much for having me. Great to be here. And a little bit about Amanda. Amanda is a real estate broker and lifestyle real estate advisor with Colder Banker Bain. She is also a certified negotiation expert accredited staging professional realtor, member of the National Association of Realtors. She is the recipient of Rising Star Five Star Professional Award and together with her business partner, received a Colder Banker International Diamond Society Award, putting them in the top 11% in the nation for total sales dollar. She consistently gets top results for her neighborhoods she works in, whether representing buyers or sellers. Starting in her career, real estate shortly after returning home from her work as a community builder volunteer in the Peace Corps, Botswana. She now helps build communities on the east side and Seattle by representing buyers and sellers in their journey to find a new home. She's worked nearly every corner of the market from entry-level condo to ultra-luxury waterfront property, but her passion is guiding clients to achieve their lifestyle goal that they have dreamed about. She focuses on using positivity, meticulous preparation, real data, and authentic relationship building to achieve these high-level results. She has been described as a fearless, creative, determined, caring, and someone that makes stuff happen. She has quickly earned the excellent reputation among her peers and public and is proud of the fact that every client has become her friend. So Amanda, I know that you do it all in the real estate world from $250,000 condos to $2 million waterfront dream homes. Tell me more about your passion to help people find that amazing dream home. Well, I just love walking with people who are at that crossroads in their life where they have saved, they've worked hard, they've dreamed, and now they're ready to kind of launch themselves to that uh, next lifestyle. Usually it's sort of an, an up um, level of lifestyle. 
And it's just such a joyful and happy time. And, and I feel really privileged because, you know, I wasn't there through all those years of sort of toil and uh, preparing and planning, but yet I get to be the one that walks them, um, you know, to the front door of that lifestyle that they've been dreaming about for so long. So yeah. that's, that's my favorite. Love that. And Amanda, I know that you really love working with both buyers and sellers. Probably be difficult for you to choose which one you like the most. And your most favorite is really being able to uh, help both sides of that. Yeah, I do. I would definitely prefer to work with people when they're selling and buying. You know, this is a relationship business. Um, it's, It's business, it's relationship. And to have that continuity really helps me Um, do my best work for them. So to have the continuity of understanding the financial picture, understanding the goals, it's, it just ends up being a better situation for the clients in the end. If I can walk them through both sides, um, you know, of, of the deal, getting them where they're going. Makes sense. Amanda, can you share with us? I know you got a, you got a record going on right now. You should be proud of. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) With buyers getting the first home they put an offer on and that's impressive in the market that we've had. Tell us more about that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I actually just this morning got my 14th buyer, consecutive buyer, um, the home that they wanted on the first try with the first offer. Yeah. Yeah. In a, in a scenario where on average it's three to four offers. Mm -hmm. So I do feel pretty good about that. Um, and you know, four of those also got the home that they were going after under asking price. Wow. And an additional three of them got the home in, you know, that competitive situation where they were not the highest bidder. So they, somebody else, uh, you know, offered to pay more and yet they still got the home, which is great for them because that means they're basically walking in the door with equity, knowing that the market price is actually higher than what they paid. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about that, Amanda. I mean, what's your strategy and how are you able to accomplish um, these amazing things when you're getting contracts accepted? Well, I think it starts with, um, of course, preparation is key and knowing where to look and what homes are worth chasing is a big part of that. So I can tell by looking at a listing or by going physically going into the house, I can kind of determine which houses are going to be worth spending time on. Mm -hmm. Um, You can tell if a home is going to be really sought after by uh, cash investors. And you know that the likelihood of getting that home is much smaller. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, You can also tell if there's going to be 50 offers on this house or maybe kind of a more reasonable five to 10 offers on a house. Um, So also looking in the right neighborhood, Uh, making sure that the value is on point, because oftentimes you do have to pay more than what the seller is asking, but you still don't want to overpay. And there there is a balance there. Yes. Um, And so knowing the neighborhood, knowing if it's a smart decision for that client to um, go in with a lot more money. So that's that's kind of the laying the foundation there. Um, The next would be laying the foundation with the gatekeeper, which is the listing agent. that is by far and away the most important thing that I can do for my buyers. So immediately after I think, after we discuss it and I think there's any amount of interest, um, I'm calling that other agent. I am, um, I'm making friends with them is basically what I'm doing. And I'm setting myself up to be the trustworthy, um, you know, ethical, um, intelligent broker that they would want to do a deal with. And that works. It really, truly does. So who you work with really matters. Um, Because on the other side, when I'm working with the seller, um, 
there are definitely times when there are multiple offers sitting in front of me, but one of them shines more because I know that the agent representing that buyer is going to get the deal done. And I know that I can trust them Mm -hmm. um, and who they've sent their buyer to for financing, for example. So things like that. It's a relationship business again and and getting more information from the listing agent on what the seller is looking for is also very important. Um, So then after that, it's really about giving the seller everything that they want in terms of the terms of the offer. Oftentimes, it's the price as well, but not always. Yeah. Um, so really digging deep with that listing agent and finding out things that are not so obvious. Um, you know, maybe um, the sellers already have an offer on another place. They really want to make sure that um, whoever buys their house and goes through the, the, the whole process, it's going to close. You know, they want certainty. Um, maybe they need a little bit of extra time after closing. So maybe mm-hmm. they want to rent back, things like this. Um, and then finally, just to make it personal, um, and there's sort of the classic way of doing this, which is writing a letter um, to the seller on the buyer's behalf. The buyers write the letter and introducing themselves and saying why they love the home. But um, I like to take it a step further and actually make a video of my clients and I edit it hmm. um, and I send that over hmm. because then they can see the face sure. to the, the voice. Um, they can see the sincerity mm-hmm. and um, it just works. Yeah, it really does. Really great strategies. And I, you know, the the key importance of with the real estate, because I think a lot of times um, buyers may not real that, realize that and how important it is in your representation. And the, between we've got two of you here in studio today, and that's really what the, stu- the show is all about. It's about bringing the best of the best experts. And I've got, you know, two expert real estate uh, agents here today. And how important is, you know, that relationship that you guys have and the reputation you've built amongst your peers? Because as a listing agent representing the seller, you are putting yourself on the line saying that you're mm-hmm. you're picking the best, um, helping them uh, see what the best options are. Mm-hmm. And if something falls through with that other agent because they're not trustworthy or they're not doing their part, mm-hmm. um, it could be a really bad deal. So really important. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, Amanda, you talk about lifestyle goals, which I really like, and I know you're really big into lifestyle goals. So what kind of lifestyle goals are your clients going for? Um, so kind of the big ones I would say are... Um, for example, maybe the the kids have flown the coop, and um, there's a couple who's ready to downsize um, to that home that's essentially essentially going to be their forever home. So they want um, a low maintenance condo, maybe a penthouse condo in an urban environment where they can walk easily to to everything that they're going to need. So that's a, a pretty common one. Another one would be the upsizing size. So mm-hmm. a family looking for maybe some acreage um, out in the mountains or looking for a waterfront home because, um, you know, they grew up on the lake and they'd like their kids to experience that same type of thing. So I would say that those are kind of the most typical ones. There's also, um, especially a lot more recently, I've worked with more folks that have been living in a suburban environment and they're ready to go back to the city. Um, they just want that city life and everything that has to offer. So they're, they're just all done with exciting. It. Yeah, they're done yeah. with it. Usually their kids have grown a little bit too. And they're like, you know, we came from the city. We want to go back. We're ready. Yeah. Let's do this. Love it. So, Amanda, I know that you uh, did two years in Botswana as community builder volunteer with the Peace Corps. How has that experience helped you um, as a real estate agent? What an exciting say, journey experience that must have yeah, been. Yeah, it was it was incredibly challenging. Yeah. It was by far the most challenging two plus years of my life. So I would say first and foremost, just the mindset and the spirit that I developed there of 
I can do this. And so, you know, when you live in a very remote village in the mm-hmm. Kalahari Desert with minimal water, minimal electricity, only your feet to take you places, and you're, you're actually doing a job, you know, you have a job there, um, or, or maybe you're, you've got two gallons of water to bathe yourself, cook, and clean with. You know, you just, you get creative, yeah. um, and there's kind of a resiliency that um, we Peace Corps volunteers really develop. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd say first the mindset of I can do anything, and that's really helped me in my career. Um, because in my mind where there's a will, there's a way. So if my clients want something, I'm going to go find it. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get real creative about it. So I'd say that's, that's probably the first thing. So, Amanda, from your experience in Botswana, I know you're not afraid to get your hands dirty, and uh, <laughs> and it sounds like you like to get stuff done, too, because you had to. Yes. So, uh, what are some interesting things you've done, and you've told me a few stories, to help your clients sell or buy a home? Yeah. Yeah, I am really willing to do absolutely anything. I think that that does set me apart. So, I have... Um, dug a six-foot hole in the backyard of my um, seller's house because (laughs) there was a wiring issue and they were out of town and it had to get fixed. So, um, okay. So you really do jump in there and get dirty. Yeah, yeah. That was was a tough one. Um, You know, we've probably a lot of us have gone through many a terrifying crawl space. Um, And, you know, I'll do things like pack, pack up my sellers while they're getting ready to list throwing their boxes in the truck in the hot weather or the rainy conditions, um, you know, listing their things for sale. Basically, there's nothing that I won't yeah. do. If my clients wow. ask me to do it, I'll do it. That's that's my mindset. That's awesome. So there's been some uh, shifting that we talked about uh, earlier in uh, the real estate market. What do you see, um, you know, happening? What is your What is your thought around that? Yeah, so I think um, what we're seeing is sort of right on target with what the um, chief economists have been saying, and we're all sort of targeting um, about this time next year, so third quarter 2019, um, we're expected to see the leveling out of this market into more of an uh, uh, equalizing market. And so right now we've got um, a lot more inventory coming on, which is fabulous for everyone involved, even sellers. and between the inventory and also kind of the seasonal slowdown, we do see that, and especially in the outlying markets. So Bellevue and Seattle being sort of the epicenter of it, and the further out you go, um, those markets are, you know, they were the last ones to sort of have this crazy upswing, and they're the first ones to sort of cool down, too. So especially in the outlying regions, like, or not regions, towns of Duval, Snoqualmie, North uh-huh. Bend, uh, even a little bit in Issaquah. So we're definitely seeing more inventory, um, which means buyers have options. We're not seeing the the crazy 20 to 50 offers on a house. Um, we're seeing sellers who have not priced their, their property accordingly. Um, their home is sitting on the market and uh, they haven't had an offer yet. And they might even have to take a hit on the price. Yeah. So um, it, it's definitely important for sellers especially to listen to your agent listen to the listen to the data and the pricing strategy and price it right the first time mm-hmm. um, because for example I just sold a house in um, in Bellevue uh, in a neighborhood that was not getting excellent results there's a few that have been sitting on the market um, unsold and we priced it right we prepped it right and I sold it early in four days with four offers seventy thousand dollars after 
um, over asking price. Nice. And so it's possible, but you yeah. have to do the right things. Yeah. And I, you know, listen to your agent, but make sure that you have a seasoned expert that understands mm-hmm. how to really price um, through this this market. And again, that's Absolutely. what the show's all about. Amanda, thank you so much for coming in and joining us. Well, thank you. My pleasure. And this is your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, signing off for the day. And co-host, Keelan Harvey. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. We look forward to talking with you next weekend right here, same time, same place, on 1150 AM, KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, and MLS 7233. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC.